before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to Behind the Counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kev with Pizza Planet Video. Sprinkles here from Collection Therapy. What's happening? Not much, man. We are into the summer months here in the South. It's been like 98 degrees every day for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been pretty hot here. It's been raining, but the rain in Texas just makes it like steam during the day when the sun's mm-hmm. out. So it just becomes a very, very steamy, humid place out here. Nice. But Target is at a steady like eight degrees Fahrenheit <laughs> almost all the time. So it just gets you primed for, for catching a cold pretty much well, any day at work. Yeah, I, I can't do the hot, super cold, hot, super cold. So yeah, like, dude, I, that sucks. I guide in the winter time, in the summertime, so I'm outside all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And before I do that, as I drive to work or to the river, I don't have any AC on. I let my body like acclimate to just like sweating. Okay, I okay. I can't say I would do that, but I don't like going the other direction. I I'm fine with going from cold to being like ah bummer. Now I'm hot, but when it's like the hot to immediate cold, that can that messes with my like, I mess oh, yeah. with my stomach honestly. Especially if if it's the winter time and I go from inside to out, I like I get shivers so bad. I hate being cold, and I'm from Massachusetts. I, I should I should cold. be totally fine with it, but boy I boy howdy. I hate it. No bueno. So did you find anything this week? Hell yeah, I did. I guess that's out of the norm, huh? But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I found I did I did no hunting. I actually found a few things. Um I went out last what was it, Friday or Saturday to my few spots out here. They're dying down more and more every day out here. Uh the small goodwills are closing. And they're putting up like like one big one, which I went to recently. And I mean, they don't even sell tapes. And they just got a wall of DVDs for like four bucks each. And I'm like, who? Who in their right mind? So anyway, I don't go to the Goodwills anymore, really. Uh, there's only two or three places I still hit up. But I found this movie called <clears throat> But I'm a Cheerleader. Megan Bloomfield may look like most girls, but she has a terrible problem. You don't even like to kiss me. We think you're a lesbian. So now they're sending her to a place. It's only for a few months. Rehab, honey. Uh, Homosexuals Anonymous. That won't take gay for an answer. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Looks like we got you just in time. I shouldn't even be here. You don't have any unnatural thoughts. I don't think it's unnatural. Uh-huh. When you have inappropriate fantasies about girls, you shock yourself with a shock. That's sick. Feel the friendship. This is bull, Megan. It doesn't work. You are who you are. The only trick is not getting caught. He wants to be with you. Feel the love. To be inside you. Love muscle thrusting. Or better yet, just cop a feel. Boys! Don't you see how sad and pathetic you all are? Okay, who wants to go down with me? I can't wait to be straight. Natasha Leon. I'm not perverted. I get good grades. I go to church. 
I'm a cheerleader. Clay Duvall. I like girls a lot. Kathy Moriarty. What is it, Joe? What about foreplay? No, foreplay is for sissies. And RuPaul Charles. I myself was once a gay. But I'm a cheerleader. Which is a Natasha Leone. Um, who else is it? RuPaul is in it. Uh, a few other people that, that you'd recognize. And basically this like high school indie comedy about this cheerleader that is uh, coming to terms with being a lesbian and coming out and all that jazz. Did you know about that or did you just find that? I did. I I already knew about it as a, um, as I dated somebody who was big into indie gay films. So I learned a lot about movies that I, and directors that I would have never ever heard of and i definitely would not have picked this up from the spine alone it's just that box is awful it's really bad yeah i mean it's just her it looks like a barbie package it's just her on the front and then some some sick ass cheerleading moves going on behind her (laughs) uh but yeah i found that pretty excited about that because it's not a very common movie because like yeah no one's really heard of it uh found train spotting which is one of those movies that I, I saw like little bits of, but I never really watched. And I don't really think I'd be that into it, but it's kind of like, like, it's like a British pulp fiction, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just like chaos. And yeah, I might watch it one day. Those movies kind of just give me anxiety now. Uh, and then Once Bitten. Oh, so good. Which is super sun faded. I love how sun faded this is because the back is not sun faded, meaning this just sat in a window. For probably years at a like a rental shop and just just sucking up all that sun and tapes in good shape so yeah that that's a great one and I've never seen that so uh yeah Jim Carrey plays like I don't know if he is eighteen in it but he he plays an eighteen year old in it I don't know how old he actually is but it's from nineteen eighty five so it's early early uh Jim Carrey I actually didn't recognize him on the front. I didn't think that was him until I turned it, I turned it over. And then uh, <clears throat> I found some Goosebumps DVDs, which I, I usually don't pick up DVDs, but the purple shells, I was like, oh, what are those? And realized they were Goosebumps. So I usually think the purple ones are going to be like Barney. Yeah, I would have picked up Goosebumps DVDs for sure. And then I also picked up a couple more South Park ones. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. There were more than I anticipated, but I picked up the Timmy collection, okay. which is just three Timmy episodes. And then another one featuring Timmy and Jimmy. This is actually the last one released and uh, like the last VHS released because I did some deep sleuthing because a lot of people didn't keep buying them. So the later ones were a bit harder to find. But I found this on OfferUp and actually had it shipped to me for only like six bucks. Some lady on OfferUp in North Carolina had it. And it's called Insults to Injuries. And it has, uh, it actually has two really good episodes on it. So, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty excited about those ones. Hell yeah. Um, d- hmm? how many, so how many more South Parks do you have left? I need, I want to say, I think I think it's Four. Yes, it should be four. I need Christmas in South Park. I need Winter Wonderland. The Chef Experience. 
and uh the the greatest hits which is like chin pokemon it's like their pokemon episode so like is all these tapes like one episode of tape or is it no they're they're two or three for tape um i know like that's not that much is it done like this is season one or is it like just random episodes per tape there's like a theme per tape they released um pardon my my throat remember the climate change we were talking about i'm getting a little sick but uh they released 12 volumes so there's just one through 12 and those are in consecutive order it's like the first season and a half i think of episodes and that just goes to 12 before they stopped and then they have i think like six or seven other ones which is two christmas ones there is a terrence and philip one was the first one released and then uh, insult to injuries, Timmy, and yeah, interesting. So there you go. Their DVDs. Once they started releasing those, they just they're just all available on DVD now. But right. And I'm not even I'm not a diehard South Park guy. I really enjoyed You're... it as a child because I was like I was a child watching it. I was nine. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't have been watching it. But you're a completionist. You got you once you start, you can't stop. Yeah, I mean, I found like. I think I found three of them when it all started. I found like five, six, and nine. And I was like, eh, if I ever see them. And then once I got all 12, I was like, oh, I'm done. I wasn't. And then after some sleuthing. And and they're they're pretty much all available now. The only one that I was really shocked to find was that last one I just talked about, the insults one. I I couldn't even believe that it came out. I couldn't find a Google image of it. I I just I looked up the releases, right? Right. And I saw that there was one called like Ghouls and something. I don't know. It was like a Halloween one, and it came out in two thousand two on DVD. So I start googling images and I start seeing if it ever came out on VHS. Okay. As far, as, far as I'm concerned, the Halloween one was that was the first one to not come out on VHS. So after that, none of them came out on VHS. So I looked before that, and there was this one that I just got. I couldn't find a Google image. I couldn't find anything on it. And I just typed it into OfferUp. I literally typed in South Park VHS, like any di- like shipping, any distance in the country. And a fucking brand new one, brand new sealed, showed up. It was like six you, bucks. Is that sealed? Was it sealed? It was. I opened it. Gotcha. Because I ain't afraid. I ain't scared. Actually, I was really excited when I saw the episodes on it, so I, I opened it. Nice. Um, did you ever see the episode where they they were allowed to say shit? No. So, like, I was in this. So, South Park came out when I was a freshman in high school, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, I was that angsty kid. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm all into it. And then I was like, I went hard for a minute, and then I just burnt myself out. Yeah, that's how a lot of people did. So I was basically first season, and then I was done. Yeah. Um, well, there was one where they were allowed to say shit and turns out that curse words are called curse words because they're actually cursed words from an ancient wizard. And if you say them too many times, mind you, there's a counter in the corner tallying up how many times they uncensored said the word shit. And it's like hundreds of times. And, uh, by the end of the episode, a a fucking dragon like breaks through the ground because 
that was like that's the curse is that they released like the shit dragon and uh okay that's that's kind of awesome it was pretty funny yeah i remember when that debuted because yeah for some reason comedy central was allowed to say shit like 240 times or something i don't know the actual count but they were allowed to say shit a whole bunch in that episode well that is stellar fun facts fun facts well i did no hunting um yeah, no hunting. Did you do any gathering? No gathering, no hunting or gathering. Uh, a lot of watching. So I'm kind of burnt out on Sopranos. Uh, it's okay. It's a good show. It's kind of the same shit over and over. Somebody betrays somebody and somebody dies, right? Do you like think you would enjoy it more if you watched it weekly? Yeah, most definitely. Why don't you try that? Why don't you just set a slot and act like it's all new? So I've I've stopped, right? I'm I've like all right. If I, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm in the mood for Sopranos today, I'll watch, right? Mm-hmm. And I started a new show. Uh-oh. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. This is a new up-and-coming show called Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> Dude, Murder, She Wrote is a classic. It's fucking awesome. And one I of mean, the best theme songs of all time. <laughs> it is. I just want her, I just want her life. Mm-hmm. She lives in a great, small, like, you know, New York Coast life. Whereas Cardigans lives in a cabin and writes on a typewriter. And secretly yes. murders everybody. Well, solves murders. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the twist. You haven't oh, gotten there yet. Man. She's the killer. It is uh, so good. It is. Had, had you watched it before? I mean, I was a kid when it was out, but like no, I had never like religiously yeah. or like, you know, looked anything up, but. I it's, just it's real good. I have Angela Lansbury's uh home care workout tape. So the first episode aired in nineteen eighty four. I was two years old. You know, I would have thought it came I thought it was in the seventies, but go figure. It's and, only from the eighties. No, and it ended in ninety six. There's two hundred no there's two hundred and sixty four episodes. That's all oh man. So there's twelve seasons. Wow, dude, and that's like you could you could watch for like eight months every well, each, once every day. Each season has twenty one episodes. So it's like that's this, awesome. But the, what I like about this is they kind of don't build on each other. Like I I like shows that are standalone. Like you just watch and you're done, right? Mm-hmm. Like so there's some aspects. That's why I like Star Trek because I can just hop in. I don't need to watch three in a row. The new Star Trek or no 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 the old Star Trek. But even like with the old, TNG. it was like, okay, because like the old Star Trek was like, it would be like a captain's log. And so it'd be like one thing that happened, right? Yeah, but only for that episode. Right. I like, yeah. That's how I, I like that. I like standalone yeah. things. Um, um, what do they call those? Cre- like, uh, like Monster of the Week. That's it. Yeah. So like, I like that kind of stuff. So that's mm-hmm. what kind of murder she wrote is. It's some stuff ties in, right? You know, like, it's, of course, but like in theory, like generally you can figure that out. So that's why I like Monk so much. Oh, what well, that was a great show too. Monk is uh, to me, Monk is in the top five TV shows ever made, and it went eight seasons without a single complaint. It was all good. I'm a big fan of USA TV shows, like um, what is it? Uh, oh, the, it was Hank Med. What was that TV show? God bless Hank Med. Uh, Royal Pains. Never in my life. Oh God, I love Royal never in Pains. all my life. So what would be just ran, here? We go random topic. So you said top, your top five TV shows. Yeah. What would oh, be? Oh, you want me to go? Okay. Yeah, I'm just curious. Um, well, Breaking Bad. 
if we're talking like serious TV shows, Breaking Bad's probably the best TV show ever made. Um, I would say Monk. I would say. And don't stress. This is not like a. I would say old. Star Trek: The Next Generation. Okay. I would. I would probably uh, go with. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Um. Uh, I don't know. I'm losing. It. I'm losing it because I don't want to just like pick a cheesy, like a funny show. But like I want to pick one that's like really good too. Are you like a My Little Pony? Because like you would, you would, you strike me as like a brony kind Pardon of. Pardon me. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> I just fucking. Uh, but anyway, no, not into that. But yeah, if we were talking live action TV shows, and like a sitcom seems cheap. No, sitcoms are fine. Yeah, but I wouldn't say they're the best TV. Like I would, like yeah, I could watch Saved by the Bell all the time, but I would never say like, oh, Saved by the Bell is a must watch for every human. It's the best show of all time. I got you. I'm with- but I, I would say Monk. Like I want everyone to watch Monk. I want everyone to watch Breaking Bad. And I tried Breaking Bad. What I was the got... third one I said? TNG. Star Trek. <laughs> Next Generation. So did you, do you collect any of the Star Treks that are on VHS? Yeah, I do. Um, I with, with that like silver giant box case that they all came out in? I have like 20 of the original series, a couple from TNG, and I have like, I think 23 or 24 Voyager ones that are like black big cases. And then I have some slipcases, but I don't keep track of them. I have some laser discs too, but there's—I mean, there's too many episodes. I don't—I don't even want. I wouldn't want that on my shelf because that's too much for something that I could just get on Blu-ray, really nice. Yeah, for sure. Like nice packages, one disc. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, so if I had to just like, I don't—I don't have top five, but like my number one is West Wing, by far. It'll go West Wing, ER. Friday Night Lights, and then we'll get into like something like contemporary. Mm-hmm. It would definitely be Madam Secretary, okay, and Friends. Whoa, okay, okay, thrown in Friends. I like that. I like that. I love all of those things very much. I do really love Friends. Um, I really love Seinfeld too. I was can't big. Stand. I know you don't like. Actually, you know, I I think. For me personally, Curb Your Enthusiasm would be on the top five list. Awful show. Oh my and God. I, uh, that is just me in the future. That's already me now, it's starting to be. And it's just, it's nice to know because, I mean, there's no better way to live than confident that you deserve everything. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> just like, like it. Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I think uh, I think we should do an episode where we just break down our shows that we love, yeah, and then, and then we talk about why. I think well, that'll have to come up later. It will, yeah. But anyway, uh, so we we wanted to start a new segment on the show called Tape Watch, didn't we? Tape Watch, yeah. Which I kind of already teetered into when we were talking about the South Park tapes, but Tape Watch, Tape Watch, will be like like tapes that we happen to be on the lookout for. And we're gonna we're gonna put all your eyes out there as well because some of us just need tapes sometimes. I hear that. So if there's especially my big thing, and I know you're the same way. It's in my my company's name, but col- like collections, finishing them. I hear you. So the certain tapes that we just need, and uh, I don't think we're gonna run out of ideas for it. But I'm gonna pitch one, and I don't know if you have one. 
but I don't want to load people up with a bunch of tapes to go looking out for. But right. I got so, one I need. Which one are you looking for? I'm currently looking for a slipcase version of Death Wish 2. Now, yeah, I own Death Wish 1, 3, 4, and 5. So many. There's so many Death Wishes. I know. And for some reason, Part 2 has eluded me. Now, one time I saw like a big box of it, like a, like a clam. Uh-huh. But it, I mean, for one, it was a clam like Warner case, which I like, but not for, I mean, if I'm going to have the collection, I'd rather them all be the same. Yeah. And I normally would have bought it for the tape, but I didn't because I figured I'd leave it for another collector, but it was also tattered as fuck. So I did not buy that one. Yeah. But other than that, I just have not found a death wish too. And I know it's not that rare. So, Hey, if anybody out there's got it, hit me up. I have a whole, I've got 300 tapes on my website that are totally up for trade. If you want anything, uh, so yeah, that's what I got. Death Wish Two. What do you need? So it got me thinking. Like, I'm I love surfing. Uh, I used to live on the beach, and I'm a big surfer. I love surf movies, and I love the history of surfing. Mm-hmm. So there's a movie that I am just. A, it's called North Shore. Okay. And it is an awesome surf movie. I can't remember when it came out. I feel like it was late '80s because it has a lot of great '80s surfers in it. Um, pro surfers like Laird Hamilton, Aki, he's a great Australian surfer. But um, I'm pretty sure it came out. I have it on DVD. I have it on Blu-ray. Uh, but if I could find that on VHS, that would make that Laserdisc. Like, if I just had somewhat of it, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I understand that, just buying every format. I have no tapes on a website. I have a little bit of money. But uh, – but he's got up. a lot of love. He's got he's got hugs if you're local. No, I, that was one thing I was thinking of. So one thing I did do, I haven't been tape hunting at all. I finished Pizza Planet. Pizza Planet, the store now has all shelves built, all available really? shelf space. Yeah, is finished. It's so all the space that I have shelves now is all I have. So, so no more. <laughs> once I exceed these shelves, I am literally just putting stuff in boxes. You know. Yeah. So I put another. You'll get there. Probably I've got enough room for another three hundred or so tapes. I see in the background you have um, your Planet of the Apes countdown calendar. Yeah. I now have that on a shelf. Good. With, I'm glad. With with the movie on VHS next to it. Good. Good. I'm glad. I actually I don't have a copy of the Mark Wahlberg one. I... What? I think I have two. Do you? If, if you I do. do I'll see... I, I saw it when I was younger, and I've actually always wanted to watch it again. I don't know why. I, I want to watch the new ones, too, which I haven't even delved into. There's three of them. I, mm-hmm. I haven't watched them at all, but I'm sure uh, there's a Blu-ray pack out there I can scoop. I like them all. I don't like Mark Wahlberg's. Eh, okay. Right, yeah. Original, the original's amazing. The new ones are not bad. They're actually kind of enjoyable. Mark Wahlberg's is a little too weird for me. Yeah. But – um. It was a reimagining kind of a concept. I'd I'm rather they... so unfamiliar with the whole franchise that I I want to watch. I mean, I would like to watch the whole original series too. I didn't. Was there five or six? There's way more than I ever thought. And then there were three new ones, which I heard the third was actually the best, which is very uncommon. Yeah, I thought there was there's three originals: Planet of the Apes, Return of the Planet of the Apes, and or uh, Planet of the Apes. Under Planet of the Apes and Return to Planet of the Apes. So, I can't. Isn't it like Escape from Planet of the Apes and like Voyage Fact Checker? To... Fact hey, checker. yeah, Jesse. Uh, how many Planet of the Apes movies were there? The original series. Uh, thank you. 
and we appreciate all the texts, all the messages on Instagram that you have sent yeah. us, uh, fact checking us and letting know that uh, I am right, which is always enjoyable to hear. We're just going to um, deem you, uh, Jesse, is the honorary producer. So yeah. thank you to our producer, yeah, uh, the real Joe checking. Danger. So we'll let you know next week uh, how many Planet of Rapes originals there are. Yeah. So, and speaking of uh, Planet of the D- Apes, DMs and all that <laughs> stuff, we've got a couple of requests for movies to watch, but we also, we, we love hearing from you guys. We love all that stuff. So please hit us up on Instagram. Let us know what you want us to see. And a little housekeeping, it would be a great for us if you went onto iTunes and gave us uh, a rating and a review. It just oh, yeah. helps us move up and so people can hear us more uh, and it helps with our ad revenue. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, so, comment, and subscribe. Heck yeah. So this week, it's the beginning of summer and I wanted to for us to watch like a summer <clears throat> movie, like a camp movie. The camp movie that I originally wanted to watch, we couldn't find it on any streaming service. You don't own it on VHS, so yes. we'll save that one for a later date. Mm-hmm. But the one that we did decide to watch was Wet Hot American Summer. This summer, take a trip back to 1981 with the special people who made summer camp unforgettable. <laughs> Be out of your bunks. You're in trouble. The camp director. Four campers are stuck in the ropes course. I meant to tell you about that yesterday. Could you get to it now? The counselors. Wait for me, Abby Bernstein. Wait for me, my darling. Wait, wait, wait. That's when I take off my shirt. The kitchen staff. Finish up the taters. I'm going to go fondle my sweaters. Come on, what? You said you were going to go fondle your sweaters. No, I didn't. The water sports. Sure. The nature hikes. Oh, oh. And of course, who can forget the sex, the muggies, the cover-ups, the malaria, the psychotherapy. Hello. And the friendships that last a lifetime. We want you to be the guest of honor at our wedding next week. From USA Films and creators of TV's The State. A renegade piece of Skylab heading right for the camp. Oh, my God. It could kill us all. Janine Garofalo, David Hyde Pierce, Paul Rudd, Christopher Maloney, and Molly Shannon. Andy, have you seen my swimming buddy? I was busy. It's your job to make sure kids don't drown. Um. Where are we going? To a big secret pizza party. Wet, hot American summer. What a movie. (laughs) (laughs) day of a camp in the hot summer of 1981 a group of counselors try to compete so sorry complete their unfinished business before the day ends uh this movie was <laughs> directed by uh david wayne and uh it could have fooled me i didn't think anybody directed it <laughs> so <laughs> yeah it's it's basically uh, a sketch comedy movie so it is a movie mm-hmm. about basically camp right yes i mean it's it has a all-star cast like Janine Garofalo, David Pierce, Michael Showalter, um, Paul Rudd, Zach Orth, Bradley Cooper, Christopher Molini, mm-hmm. like A.D. Mills, Molly Shannon, like Amy Poehler, Elizabeth Banks, uh, Joe Tuglio, uh, Joe Latuglio, Latuglio, 
Michael Black. Like there's, it's just so many, so many people in this yeah. movie and it is off the rails. It is a complete overdramatic way of life of camp. So for starters, it doesn't necessarily have a, a plot. <laughs> no, it's a series of, I mean, it's what, like I, I ballpark 10, like main characters that we see do things for x amount of time at at a time that's what it's like sketches throughout this hour and 37 minutes right uh some of them i think were pretty pretty good some of them i i i laugh pretty hard at also shout out to david hyde pierce being in this movie uh niles from fraser yeah <laughs> just being a, a professor uh, that's just as awkward as Niles. What is he? He's not a professor. He is a uh, <laughs> an adjunct professor. He's like an assistant professor. Yeah, and he just got his tenure. And he just like hangs out with the nerd kids, and then they end up, spoiler alert, saving the camp from a part of Skylab falling. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, with an absurd machine they built with donuts and a cone. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awful. So the movie starts off, and I'm I'm at first like, I'm like, okay, this is. This is weird. I I wasn't sure how old the characters are supposed to be. I wasn't sure if they were supposed to be counselors or if they were actually just children as well. Uh, So at first I was like, oh, maybe they're just playing like, you know, 12 year olds. All right. And then which we still don't because at one point they say in 10 years we'll be in our 20s. So I don't know how old they're supposed to be. But um. But then, then we get we get the first real unique break, which is when they drive off of the camp and and just start just start doing some drugs and robbing people and, and drinking uh, beer and pounding French fries and just getting crazy. Yeah, they're like doing meth and like passed out. Meanwhile, they come back and it just says an hour has passed. Yeah, and. So I I love this movie. I mean, I, okay, I don't want to say that. I don't love this movie. This movie is good. I think I'd give it like a 3.5 out of 5. Like, it is watchable. I would watch it again. But, like, once you've seen it, you kind of got all the jokes, right? Yeah. The reason I love this movie is I, I've done camp before. I've, I've worked environmental ed. Like, I've, I know this lifestyle. Like, I know these. So, like, all these things that are happening here, I know the jokes because they were like, you're like, that really happens. Like when you go off camp as a counselor, yeah. even for like an hour, dude, you'll pound like four beers. <laughs> I mean, I used to, I used to hang out. I lived in a, a small mountain town, in North Carolina. And mm-hmm. camp, in the summertime, the town quadruples in size with the amount of camps. Yeah. So like on, on those nights off, you would get like crazy counselors that were just like, let's get, and we're talking, get shit canned, light shit on fire, crash cars. And like it, I mean, so like that was hilarious. Hey, that's, it's a life I never experienced. I could tell you that much, but I, uh, that's why I always thought, that's why I thought a lot of this shit was funny. Everyone's trying to get laid. Yes. But even then it's like, they're not really trying to, right? because it's making fun of the whole concept. Paul Rudd, I was really upset with because he was the he was the one that when I saw the cast, I was like, wow, okay, a lot of these people owed somebody a favor. But when I saw the cast, I was like, cool, Paul Rudd. 
he's going to be funny, but he was actually one of my least favorite characters in it because he didn't do anything. And I don't know if they didn't want him to do anything, but all he did was make out and then like let kids die. But he didn't but, make any jokes. Like he wasn't, he didn't have timing. He wasn't the, doing anything. His character was like this like bad guy character. So like he, they would make out by like licking each other's face and then she'd be like, let's talk about after camp. And he's like, shut up, bitch. You're, you're, yeah. smother, you're smothering me. And then they would be like, hey, it's time for you to go to work. And he would like slap his cup off the table and they'd be like, pick that up. And he'd be like, Ugh. so it was like this over-exaggerated like. Yeah, like it, grumpy bully ass guy. Yeah, and he has the girl that another character wants. Michael Showalter's like, character. Right. But he's too nice. Yeah, Michael Showalter plays Alan. Um who's i mean he's just like a timid my favorite character is is both ken marino and joe latruglio's dynamic which is victor with uh with the curly hair which is the worst wig they could have ever purchased the mullet wig it was amazing and uh joe was on the uh he was one of the motorcycle he played neil and um that whole thing when the when the motorcycle pulled up with the stunt double on it that had me that pretty much did you notice that oh yeah you could definitely okay. tell it was yeah. not him yeah it's like i was like wait hold up it's just like it's, a large person it's a whole scene of one counselor <laughs> trying to get another counselor back and they're driving down the road well one of them's running and birkenstocks down the road and yeah. cut off blue jean shorts because it's 1981 <laughs> and there's a random bale of hay in the middle of the road and he gets to that random bale of hay and he can go around because it's one bale of hay i was and, dead when that and happened, he couldn't figure out, so he finally jumps over it, right? And then and the they other make character it all dramatic. And he rides up on the motorcycle, almost falls down, and has to like stop. And he like shakes his fist, like "I'll never get you." When he simply could go around, it's it's that kind of movie. It's like and, so absurd. And when we say bale of hay, we're not talking the big round bales of hay. We're talking like two shoe boxes, right? One like, you could pick up the, for yourself from the hardware like, store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that part that part got me. I laughed I laughed very hard when he stopped for the hay. Any part with Ken Marino in this made me laugh. And I also thought he was Nathan Fillion for a bit too long, but then I realized he wasn't. Um I like Gene, who you I also do not like. Kept, I also kept thinking Alan was was uh Adrian Brody, but it was not. It was Michael Showalter. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Christopher Molini. Uh Gene the cook? Yes, I did not like the cook. I liked the can of vegetables played by H. John Benjamin, but I was not a fan of the chef, especially. And when I say I'm not a fan of these things, it's not like it's not like I I just think it was supposed to be funny and that it it was dumb. Like I I get it. I just really didn't like how the movie was written. The way that he if it was written, I don't really know, but the way that he's he says like. The way he says, um, where he's like, don't talk to me, leave me alone. After, like, he just gets frustrated and yells that. I was just like, all right. Like, it's this, you're saying the same thing, though. Like, right. So he was in Nam, right? And so he's yeah. like this high strung, weird dude from Nam. And he, he, he always slips in, like, he's like, go get the punch. Where is the punch? Do you know where it is? It's on the top shelf near my dick cream. And then like they're like, what was that last part? Yeah, he says weird stuff. Right. And that's what I thought was funny. And then he does the whole like he helps um 
what's his name? He helps uh, Coop win the girl by teaching him to dance and be a badass. Yeah, even though he really doesn't come in and do anything, he just kind of hands her a box. Well, he, I guess to be a badass, you have to wear a headband and yeah. have a crop top shirt. Yeah, but he didn't do anything. He, <laughs> he did not. He just handed her a box with a he... shirt. <laughs> so, I mean, in all in all, this movie is, it's basically a play on, like, the meatballs and, you know, these, these, these satire movies about camp, right? Like, yeah. Meatballs is is a believable well, at least Meatballs one is a believable camp experience. Um this is just out of control ridiculous. At one point a character is holding a chicken using it as a gun and then when he joins the talent show he creates wind out of nothing. Yeah, that was that <laughs> what a climax for him. And then to... like everyone claps. That's I mean that's like the end of the movie. That's like the, the... That's how it yeah. And then everyone goes home next day um th- another shout out to the baseball game which was hilarious this it, whole <laughs> it's really a golden piece of cinema i wish that i wish that that was just like a cropped like youtube video like that's all i would want that's almost all i want from this movie no offense to this movie but a little bit a little bit of offense to this movie but <laughs> but I really like that part when he's giving this pep talk to these kids. He's prepping them up for like 15 minutes about this, about this game that they're about to play. The other team's on their way. They're going to, they're going to beat them. It's going to be great. And uh, then they kind of all unanimously decide they're, they're really not into it. Um, What's the word they use? Contrived. It's contrived. It's very contrived at this point. <laughs> and these and are like, the, the kids are more mature than all the counselors, which oh, I'm sure, sure is just like a satire on how real camp is too. And uh, the kids are just like, yeah, this is totally, we're not into it. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. It's like, you all feel that way? All right, cool. And then the other bus pulls up and he just runs up and he's like, yeah, yeah, they're not into it. Yeah, it's just, it's just not really worth it. And they're like, okay, yeah, no worries. And they just drive away. It's one of the funniest moments. In, and he, in and he walks back to the group and he's like, yeah, they were like totally into it. It's like, it's totally <laughs> yeah. cool. So I mean, that's what this movie is. I mean, this movie is just, I just want, you know, I want that the way that they had good delivery meant that they could have had more good deliveries. And I, I, I thought that they were lazy on too much of it when they could have actually made, like they could have been funny with it. I get that they were trying to be dumb. But, like it was, it was a little too dumb. Right. Like, I would have just done a little bit more, but you know what I mean? Like, so I put it like, like, I think Freddie got fingered is a much funnier movie than this because, (laughs) because Freddie got fingered doesn't, doesn't go light on anything. This I feel like is light and then has those little bits of like craziness but Freddy Got Fingers is just all crazy. The whole movie, he doesn't stop being crazy. In this, there's like, they're serious, and then they'll turn and something stupid will happen. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Uh, but also, I, I kind of put this with like, with like Anchorman 2, where I wanted to laugh at this movie. And I, I watched it all. I watched more of this than I did Anchorman 2, in fact. I watched this whole movie. Yeah, I, I didn't laugh as much as I wanted. No, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, not to be the downer. I, it's, I, believe me. 
I finally watched this after like this is also 18 years of build up when this movie right. came this, out. This movie came out in 2001. Yeah. They did a second one. They Netflix did. original. Yeah. 2017. They based it on uh in the original movie they the characters talk about how 10 years later they all want to meet. And they were like, what time should we meet? Like 9.30? Well, if we say 9.30, no one will show up until 10. So let's just say 10. <laughs> and so they had this like, whole argument, right? So it, it's based on they all show up. And I, I liked it. I, I thought it was funny. This, it, this movie is like a cult following movie, right? It yes. Bo- it bombed everywhere. Like, it did. Know, it has a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Rotten Tomatoes has, like, it's 36 on the Rotten Tomatoes score. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, who, who listens to Rotten Tomatoes? I don't. I know I I don't typically, but I was I was surprised that it wasn't more because even the Wikipedia says it was a critical and commercial failure. Like no one, oh, no, no one, one liked it when it came out, and now it has a bit of a following. Well, I guess it has a much right. bigger, now it has a TV show. Netflix right. is pumping out a fucking series now, which I well, mean, they, obviously yeah. they're drawn, they're running out of stuff. But yeah, we've talked about that before. It's yeah. It's a, it's a constant cons- consumption, uh, you know, of, of input nowadays. So, like, they're just shit that would never been made ten years ago. It's just like, like, yeah. You- now that I've seen the movie, I, I question Netflix's decisions even more. Or I'm like, yeah, like these are this is the audience. No offense, but I'm like, this is the sh- the content that you were like, this needs a series now. Like the that- movie was one thing, but we need to put more money into this camp show. But it's really just because it's the cheapest show they could get. Right. Not even just the, the license, but the, the budget for the show itself is a summer camp. Would you, would you ever watch it again? The movie? Yeah. No. I will probably pull up clips from the movie, though. Are you going to watch the second one? I will not. I will <laughs> not watch any more, <laughs> any more of this. It's kind of like after I watch one episode of Big Bang Theory and I say, all right, yep, I'm not going to watch any more of that. I don't, don't know why people hate that show. I love that show. I, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. But <laughs> it, it's, it's funny. People who love Seinfeld, I have – so I used to work with a bunch of guys. They're all like, I love Seinfeld. And I'm like, I don't. They're like, you must love Big Bang. And I'm like, why is that – why was that your response? I guess if you love Seinfeld – you hate Big Bang. And if you love Big Bang, you hate Seinfeld. I think it's two different kinds of smart. Agreed. It's like, uh, it's like, I don't know the the sit like the uh, the multi camera. Well, no, see, Seinfeld's a multi camera laugh track comedy too. Yeah, the new laugh track comedies I don't think have the quality that they had in the nineties. All I know is Big Bang was great. What was it? Twelve years, twelve, twelve yeah. seasons. Didn't you just watch the finale? I have not. It's bigger I, than I, Game of Thrones. Oh, I haven't watched the Everyone's Game of Thrones. Everyone's talking either. about BB, BBT. So, with this, we want to watch more summer movies. So yeah, that, and I don't. I don't even know. I don't have too many. I don't think. I have. I love camp movies. So, like yeah. meatballs. Heavyweights, Camp Nowhere, like Camp Nowhere, I've never seen. Heavyweights is an all-time favorite of mine. Oh, but so I also good. really like Bushwhacked. I will watch that. I got that on Laserdisc. Do you have a Laserdisc player? Yeah, I got two. 
you have two working laser disc players. Yeah, one of them's a little scratchy, but it's like a pioneer from I want to say like '78. So it's big and blocky, and uh, it's I don't I don't currently have it plugged in because the one time I tested it, I either had a bad laser disc or it was just a little off in there. How many laser discs do you have in your collection? Oh, uh, I'm trying to picture because they're so Ballpark. thin. You know those those IKEA cubbies, those squares. Yeah, I got one full. So we're talking ten or twenty? No, more than that. Like probably fifty. That's amazing. I, maybe forty. So so jealous. And Anyone that's out because there has I laser? bought a lot. I mean, like I bought this big one. I have this big second one. The only reason I bought it is because this guy had a box. It was at a tape swap. He had a whole box of laser discs and this player. And he said, 40 bucks, just take all of it. And he was like, but I don't want to keep any of it. So you have to take like the player and everything. And I was like, but he had gremlins too in there. There was fucking uh monster squad, which I actually sold. Um, it was a I whole monster- bunch of laser discs. I want monster squad on anything. I know everybody does. And it's a movie that I've never seen. And uh, I know, I know I'm supposed to see it, but it's a movie that I've never seen, and I know that it's like sought after, and I don't, I don't want to just become in love with it unless I happen to find it on tape, because then I'll watch it. It's but, not, uh, it's not like a huge favorite of mine. It's just one of those that I, I want to have. Right? Yeah. It's, it's basically Goonies with Frankenstein. It's, it's, it, it tries too hard. Yeah, I mean, it sounds cool. People love it. I'm like, hey, like, I, I just, I don't want to watch it and be like, I need to own that because right now I don't really care. Dude, I would love to own Goonies. I think I I don't think I own Goonies on VHS. No, I got to double check. But I want to own Monster Squad because I have Goonies. Does that make sense? Not because it's Monster Squad. Um, right. I wanna, you want I that wanna, that genre? That genre of like kid adventure movies. Kid adventure movies are good, man. They're good. You got like uh, yeah. you got like uh, what was that? Wasn't there a pirate movie with uh, with a Brad from uh? Home Improvement. I, I, have I don't know why. No I have idea. Such a memory of that. If anyone, Jesse, do you remember a pirate movie? <laughs> a pirate movie with I think it was like I don't know, like Treasure Island or some shit about about pirates. I just love kid adventure movies. Oh yeah, especially sci-fi. I was always more sci-fi, but every now and then I would watch a a pirate one. Or never big on like the the kid in King Arthur's court kind of thing. The, like the Knights of the Round Table sort of yeah. movies. None of those, but yeah. Alas. Well, alas, we digress. So what would you give this out of five? What are you thinking on this? Out of five, what would I give wet, hot American summer? I would give it, I would give it a, uh, give it a 1.76. Gotcha. So not a recommendation from Schwartz. I, I wouldn't tell the general public to watch it. I, I'm not going to – if people are like, I want to watch a camp movie, I, this is not my first up, right? right. I, my first up would be Meatballs. It will always be Meatballs. Bill Murray, hilariousness. Yeah. It will always be Meatballs. But if you can't get Meatballs, you can't find it, it's going to be a close second for me. Wow. Yeah, see, so I, I don't think I, I mentioned this before, but what I was anticipating – I think I told you before we were recording uh, what I was anticipating with this when I went in was the level of humor of like a freaks and geeks. Right. Um, But it wound up being a little bit more like strangers with candy 
and um, that that's just not my not right. my bag. And, and I and like it, absurd. I like Tim and Eric, but that's because they go all in. And I don't know this one. This one just it was too much of an in between, and it was a little a little lazy. I don't know if we talked about this, but ninety percent of this cast came from a sketch comedy troupe. Like yes, that, like literally, even the director is from the exact same sketch comedy as, as like. And like half these people were in a TV show called The Capital, which is a sketch comedy. Mm-hmm. So like it's sketch comedy. Like it, I don't, I, I swear to God, I don't even know if there was a, a script. Like it was literally just like yeah, I don't think there was a script. loosely scripted, just sheer chaos per scene. They're like, this is a baseball scene, go. This yeah. is a this is a dining room scene. I don't know. So that's what I, I I enjoy. And this is usually not my cup of tea. I'm not a sketch comedy guy. Right. I don't like things that are absurd. I like funny, like I love dick and fart jokes, but like this is a little much, but like, I don't know, because I, I used to be camp. I used to go to camp, do camp. I would recommend this to anybody who did go to camp, especially if they led, if they were a a counselor, a counselor for sure. Absolutely. And I think that's why I attached to it. I was like, I saw it and I was like, oh, this is so funny. But like, I wonder if anyone in the cast did that, hmm. you know, like I wonder maybe the person who quote unquote wrote it had was a camp counselor at one point but uh right i wonder like how much of an inside joke they all had with it or you know right but i i would give this a i gave it a figure 3.5 so i would recommend it to people but like i'm not gonna watch it every day no right don't watch it every day that would be bad for your health (laughs) that'd be bad for your health (laughs) but as always guys we are the guys behind the counter if you ever have any comments questions concerns hit us up on instagram at behind the counter podcast or email us at behindthecounterpodcast at gmail.com. We always like to hear what you think, what you didn't like, what you do like. Give us suggestions. We'll watch them. We'll talk about them. Uh, if you want to fact check us, please do, because we wing this shit 90% of the time. But as always, guys, enjoy. Later. <laughs>